Simple as that. We're good. Oh my god. Okay, well, you know, okay, before the uh, episode started, our producer said, well, let's see if we still remember how to do this, and I guess we answered that question. But, uh, okay, we're, we're audible now. Welcome back. And, uh, like I was saying, with the new season of Golden Gardens Melee, I think it's season six. Might be season five. I, I don't really remember. Uh, but anyway, with the new season comes, uh, Radio Melee, we're back. And, you know, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of stuff happening in the melee community, some good, some bad. Of course, we're fresh off the back of the Beyond the Summit announcement, um, which is a super bummer. But also, we've got Collision coming up this weekend, where a bunch of top players are going to be in attendance. Also, a bunch of uh, Donkey Kongs is what I'm being told, which is, you know, it's a thing. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, and it's me and PP. And, you know, we'll give you a little bit of a refresher uh, if you forget how to do this. We've got exclamation mark radio melee in mm. both of our chat. You know, you can just use that as a command. And when you type exclamation mark radio melee in, uh, as I'll even do in mine right now, so you can just click on the link. Uh, y'all can hop into our Discord, and it's very simple to just hop in the submit topics here channel and just ask us a question. And then uh, we'll drag you into the, you know, the Discord call with us, and uh, you can talk to us live on air and give us your hot takes. And uh, and any kind of you know burning questions you may have about Super Smash Brothers Melee, so uh, definitely do that. How you doing, PP? Doing all right. Looking forward to what the people have for us today, and looking forward to all the things that we get to cover now because it's been a while and a lot's happened, right? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got just a I've got a list of some things over here, Toph, and let me know if anything jumps out to you if you want to start talking about before we get in. Talking to everyone, a reminder, we do not have a community voice to go over before we get started because our last was that impromptu uh, session after uh, the whole situation with the Panda Circuit. We don't have a... We don't have uh, a that's voice. right. That's right, oh. which means, uh, well, we are going to do one today, but that means that we're, gonna, we're just going to have to think of something. Yes. And, uh, okay. Well, well we um, in the meantime, if you're curious and you can tell me if we do some cooking. topics in the meantime. Well, I want to, uh, you know, you were mentioning that we could do some predictions for um, collision. Uh, the collision bracket. And I got to tell you, I actually haven't. Um, I just got back from Singapore, so I've kind of not been paying attention to melee stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which means I actually don't know what the seeds are. I don't really know, you know, what uh, what we're expecting for like the top eight. Right. So. Um, I'm definitely I've, down to do some predictions. I've got you with with the link to some projected top 16, top 32 matches, if you're so inclined, if mm-hmm. that, that might be interested to you. So some of the ones we've got here um, are Crudo versus Cody Schwab, Triff versus Kadoran, Magi versus Oh, J-Mu. Triff's going. Mm-hmm. Wow. Axe versus Leffen, Ginger versus Amsa, Lod versus Moki. Two Saint versus Zane and Aklo versus Hungry Box. Wow. So I think there are some interesting ones in there and maybe some lesser interesting ones, but it only gets, you know, I think everyone's going to have good matches uh, before yeah. the tournament's over. Aklo versus Hungry Box is a spicy one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Axe versus Leffen is a spicy one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What a yeah! Wow, what a, what a bracket! Persephone, New Jersey. I remember when I used to go to New Jersey for tournaments. 
Why are you laughing? I, what's wrong with New Jersey? You know we, what's wrong with New Jersey. Yeah, we, we I, it's a, it's a beautiful state. Many people it's are not, saying this. it's not a beautiful state. That's many the are saying this. Uh dude, I gotta tell you. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I yeah, I I have a very soft spot in my heart for uh for Rutgers, New Jersey. I really do. I look upon uh those tournaments very very fondly. Um, uh, but you know, it is what it is. So just gotta keep it real. <laughs> a lot of magic happened out there uh, in the past, and certainly that was pretty cool. And now we have it on screen, actually, for you, for you VOD viewers. Um, yeah, there, you, there you go. Um, a lot of cool, a lot of cool matches uh, coming up here, and I think, um, I think you know, someone's take about Magi JMook is interesting because I think Magi actually has been. Popping off a little bit more lately. I think she had the win over Fiction last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Magi's been looking really strong just in general over the past couple months. Like, uh, definitely looks like, you know, Magi was already, I'd say, a pretty solid player. Um, But, uh, you know, like Magi had, for example, the win over Plup, right, at CEO. But, you know, it was like Plup's Fox and all this. And I think until very recently, you know, Magi was very much thought of as like, okay, really good uh like really really high peaks but like something was holding her back from that next level but i really feel like she's broken through that and i feel like now um she's definitely a competitor for these really uh you know like the top slots of of the of the you know the skill range here jmook though i mean jmook has has really shown a uh you know almost a a real tenacity in particular in the falcon matchup like the last time jmook fiction uh, met um, I think Jmook cleaned it up pretty pretty handily. I feel like Jmook is really really hard to upset in that matchup. Yeah. So he's still favorite, I would say. I dude, I also just kind of I don't know. I've I've always been a I've always been a Sheik does really well versus Falco kind of guy. I don't know mm-hmm. how you feel about that. It's, how do you feel it, about that actually? It's such a it's such a weird matchup on both ends. They wall each other out so incredibly well, and they can mm-hmm. actually hit each other really hard too. Um, I've you know, I've I've kind of played it from both ends, and I, you know, I think it's 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 one where I totally get the Falco's frustration, but um, I'm not sure I'm totally sold yet. I want to see it happen a little bit more, but yeah, she, I, but I also kind of at the same time feel like Sheik was made in a lab. If you wanted to keep Falco out, you would just design Sheik, and that that yeah. makes Falco's life a lot harder. How good she is on the platforms, how great her out of shield game is, how good Take Laser F tilt is so on yeah yeah she can crouch so on. Lasers and power shield so well and everything right like that's all like there's so much falco has to weave around but at the same time Sheik has a hard time getting in on falco too right um, and so and i think falco once he launches her he could just back air her a little lot so i think i think it's an interesting matchup and i think you know we could we could see more getting pushed and um mm-hmm. you know how much however much we can avoid getting grabbed as falco is is very very important obviously right right uh, really stellar list of entrants too. If you look at the bottom, um, mm-hmm. people who aren't even, I guess, projected to make the top sixteen, uh, which is nuts. But like Polish is in there, Zuppy, Rishi, yeah, uh, and so on and so forth. I'm not gonna read all those names, but uh, like Skullbro, uh, I don't think Skullbro has really ever been to a U.S. tournament. Uh, Skullbro is a top, if, like well, the top Dr. Mario player, I believe, from Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some, someone whose name comes up pretty frequently in like best Dr. Mario conversations. I think people are like, Skullbro, you got to watch Skullbro. So 
you know, something, uh, mm-hmm. something to look for for you, Dr. Mario fans. Also, I would say a character that's kind of been on the rise lately, right? I feel like Doc yes. has been mostly with friends uh, and a little bit of Junebug, Dr. Mario here and there. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, again, I think the DK, June Revolution, DK Revolution is coming. Also, speaking of Junebug, we saw the DK yeah. video get released recently, the documentary or combo video or whatever it was. And the DKs are popping off. I see them more and more, and they're they're doing work. Um, they've got their own Ooh. little. They've got labbers, and they've got their own Discord. They're like a, it's like a little Falcon community out there. They're really trying. Who's this? Uh, who's Donkey Kong is better, Rishi or Junebug? I don't know if I've seen Junebug's uh, DK yet. Um, so have I you seen Junebug's other characters though? Yes. Okay. A little bit. I feel like Junebug is really good at. Um, like when he played Doc uh, for a while, Junebug's Doc was very. Um, he's really good in my mind at if you have a if you have a character that has some great strengths and some great weaknesses. I think Junebug's specialty is he is very good at playing uh, in a way that mitigates the bad parts of the character and pronounces the good parts. That's so, like, with Dr. Mario, you know, like, he would really focus on getting the grab with Dr. Mario in, like, these tricky ways. Um, and then he would, uh, and then he would, like, um, uh, be really, really, really good at, like, the follow-up, um, you know, punish game stuff, right? Like, he was very, very, very good at the Doc Chain grab, platform tech chases, how to get the kills, and he would kind of play neutral in a way that he was very ready to like cross cancel something and go for a grab uh, to to start his offense up. Um, and I felt like, you know, uh, it was the kind of style where like, yeah, okay, if you're if you're gonna play like this, like you can probably make most mid tiers work. And I wonder if it's almost like a PM thing because he does come from that game. Yeah. Um, someone in chat is saying, uh, shout out to everybody in chat right now. What's up, Sheridan? I see you. Uh, apparently, Junebug beat Polish with Donkey Kong. Oh, so that's wow. crazy. Um, that is not a good matchup for Donkey Kong. Um, maybe the DKs, have, maybe they've changed their mind. Uh, who knows? I don't know. The revolution is upon us. I wouldn't be surprised if DK actually can do cargo uh, up throw up air for at least. Yeah, he could. Then how do you get the grab? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you're not going to get it through shield grabbing. I'll tell you that. You're not. Yeah, I don't know. Is that set on YouTube? I would love to watch that. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Other other uh, exciting matches. I think uh, AMSA is oh. somebody to watch. I feel like AMSA it does exist. has this thing where I feel like AMSA uh, typically like, you know, he does super, super well at a bunch of tournaments in a row. Um and, you know, he got ranked really, really high, obviously, but he had a little bit of a disappointing placement um, at Genesis, uh, where he was actually the first seed. But I feel like whenever Amsa's one bad performance, like I'm thinking of like Ludwig Smash Invitational, uh, Amsa immediately like steps it up for like the next few events. So I'm looking for Amsa to maybe uh, make a tear here. And I especially think Amsa versus Ginger. I haven't seen Amsa lose to a Falco in a long time. Yeah. You know, so, Mango's been going Fox too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'd, I'd say that that looks pretty good for Amsa. Um, if he does have Moki the round after, though, that is Wad maybe, one. but Moki especially, I think, is really going to be hard for Amsa. 
Yeah, Moki is one of the premier Foxes versus Yoshi. Uh, I think that the one time they did play, I think Moki did win, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't think they played too much. Uh, Moki Laud, though, I don't think Laud is like a a matchup that Moki would want to run into. I think Moki doesn't really like the Peach matchup, unless unless that's changed very recently. He's been working on it, and I think he's gotten more comfortable with it. Um, I don't know how many uh really strong peaches he's played on land since that but i know yeah. he's he's worked a lot on it i've seen him on stream working on it a lot mm. and I, he's been talking about the range he wants to play at and and everything so i think oh, he's that's gotten, good he's gotten he's gotten much more familiar with it i know that much so i don't think i don't think we're gonna see him getting too flustered in his own head i think he's gonna be coming in with a pretty solidified game plan but lot is someone very good at disrupting game plans um and I don't, I don't yeah. know how much Law's been practicing, but if he has been, I think Law. I mean, to be able to beat Zane uh, with Peach, I think is just really impressive. And then I think yeah. Law's done many other really impressive things, but I think that one's probably the most impressive. And so, or but also, you know, being able to beat Hungrybox as well. So I know it's very, it, it's really interesting. I think these two, where where are they both right now? How is how comfortable is Moki? Where is where is Law? How much Doctor Time versus Melee Time is there? Mm. Doctor Time. And, uh, yeah, the spiciest one on the list has got to be uh, Aklo versus H-Box. <laughs> uh, right? I feel like that is more of an online staple. I haven't yeah. seen it offline too much, but, uh, you know, whereas I think some of the Hungry Box Fox matchups, where I feel like some of those, like, you watch it happen online, and it just doesn't shake out the same way offline, I feel like Aklo's playstyle is such that he could replicate his success uh, at an offline major. Like, with his play style and with the way kind of Aklo kind of is. I don't feel like Aklo is really an underperformer. And, uh, in, in, like, he doesn't... Like, I feel like he's got a very, very stable yeah. kind of... Um, you know, like, if, you, if he can do it online, I feel like there's no reason he can't do it offline. Whereas for some other people, uh, there might be, like, a, a sense of... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like uh, just with the way his playstyle is, it's it's just a lot more reliable in that sense. But how much will he taunt, Tove? How much will he taunt? That's the question. Um, this is for top sixteen. I feel like if it was for top eight, he would taunt a lot. <laughs> but for top sixteen, I don't know. Yeah, this is a crazy bracket. These these matches are not even for uh, for top eight. So it's gonna be Zane Hungrybox. If they win, Zane Hungrybox is to make top eight. Jay McLeffin is to make top eight. That's that. That's wild. Mm. That's wild. Yeah, the top eight is going to be ex- ridiculously stacked. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Can't wait to see it all shake out. I hope to see everybody here in chat. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it is a really exciting event. Um, we might do our community voice asking you guys for your predictions. So you guys, uh, those of you that enjoy skipping to the end to hear what the community voice is, that's a little spoiler for you, but we might switch it up. So you got to listen. Got to mm-hmm. find out. Um. You want to talk about anything else before we start doing callers, Tove? Uh, not unless you've got anything. I've got a few things that I've gotten written down. You can tell me if you're cur- if you're excited about any of it. If not, we can just move on. But I'm going to hit you with a few things regardless. Yeah, all right. Um, Let's do it. Summit situation. Genesis happening. Ranked coming out. And then the Reeds returning and Golden Gauntlet. Any of that jump out to you? Yeah, uh, I mean... 
Everyone should subscribe to the Reads YouTube channel. Uh, mm. I definitely got a couple DMs asking why we haven't had an upload in a couple weeks, but it's because our editor, we did a YouTube community post letting people know our editor did get COVID. Oh. Uh, so he was kind of down and out for a while. Um, and, you know, uh, we did a YouTube community post letting people know that. Uh, so we should have a new, new episode dropping just about any day now, unless it's already dropped, in which case... You should go watch that. No, it looks like it's not out yet. But we've got uh, a bunch of episodes that we've already recorded uh, that just need to be edited and uploaded. Um, so, uh, and I'm I'm in the process of booking our next guest, which is going to be a spicy one. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, you know it's 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 fun to be doing it again. I gotta say, really happy to be doing the reads again. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that it's it's just a uh, uh, you know, it's been years, really, but I haven't played too much ranked on my own. Uh, but we've definitely played a good bit of ranked on the Reads YouTube channel, and uh, hopefully, everyone can can watch those uh, can watch those sets. And if you guys don't know, I mean, we have a decent amount of new viewers that'll come in and and everything. So I'll I'd like to let everyone know that if the reason we're talking about the reads what is this this is a youtube series that tof and scar did years and years ago now where they played on anther's ladder which we've referenced a few times on the show and they would mm -hmm. guests on and play for the points there and and they would try to get the their account that they all played on as high as possible and now that we have ranked mode on slippy they're finally bringing it back and they said they would bring it back uh at the uh when when ranked came out so it's out and I, it's something that people really love they love seeing tof get into it they love seeing scar get into it and talking about you know the reeds the conditioning the footsies i don't mm -hmm. i don't know if he goes through the whole list now um but i hope he does i really enjoyed yeah. all the 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 mike ross elements to that Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's a, it's a great time. They always have a lot of good laughs, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good continuity. So I think if you're, if you're looking for some good melee content, um, certainly stick around here, but I recommend checking out the reads too. It's a really good time. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to spoil too much. I don't want to spoil anything about who we got, uh, coming up, but, um, y'all are free to take your guesses. <laughs> y'all are free to take your guesses. Can always put, um, you can always put there or here who you'd like on the reads or here. Well, we're, we're always taking suggestions. Yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, in terms of anything else to talk about, let's just wait for people to ask about it. We've got, yeah. um, you know, we've got a few questions in the Discord right now, um, but uh, definitely uh, we, we've got time for at least a couple more uh, the way, you know, we're doing on time. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, whatever you guys want us to talk about, definitely hop in that Discord and just let ask us, us your questions and let us know. Uh, but I think it's about time we can start uh, tagging some callers in. Mm -hmm. So let's uh, let's get um, our first caller in the call here. Uh, looks like it's Wyatt. What's up, Wyatt? Uh, how are you doing? And what do you got for us today? Hello, I'm doing wonderfully. I hope you're all doing well as uh, similarly. So. I have I I've seen a lot of people talking about, you know, especially with the recent BTS news and, you know, the past year or so's blows to the top level tournament. Uh, a lot of people are kind of despairing about the tournament scene. So mm -hmm. I kind of want to look on the positive side and shift the focus to locals because they're not going anywhere. Sure. So I'll start with do either of you currently attend any locals regularly or if not regularly from time to time. For me, uh, the local that I definitely uh, 
like there's a couple um there's a couple local series in NorCal, but I'd say the big one right now uh is definitely Guildhouse. Um Guildhouse I think is not a that is a name that I think anyone who went to Genesis probably recognizes and they do host locals there as well. Uh it is like a block from the Genesis venue. Uh, but the locals are pretty stacked. Like uh, Johnny uh, S2J moved to NorCal, and I couldn't make it to this one. I've been out of the country. I've been in Asia for like basically all of February, uh, so I've not been going to my locals lately. But uh, I do know that, like for example, when S2J moved to NorCal, I think he didn't even win his first Guildhouse mm, because wow. uh, Ralph actually won it over S2J and Sfat, and maybe Shroom might have been there too. I maybe maybe not, but. Like, yeah, the, the, like, they're like definitely, you know, top, top level, uh, competitors who, who show up there. Um, and even, uh, even when you get down into like the, you know, NorCal PR area that it's people not so well known, um, I think people would be surprised. Like, people, I think, don't think of NorCal when they think of like the strongest regions in terms of like, um, you know, the overall power ranking spread. Um, but I think that's like, changing slash maybe has already changed like uh there there's definitely like i think a bunch of really really strong players that could definitely upset some top players that uh that no one's ever heard of um that go to uh guildhouse in particular so for me that would be the one and i think anyone if anyone's in the norcal area uh that's definitely the local to check out at least like um at least like the it's 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 the most like prominent it's like the most prominent one in NorCal right now. There's also the, uh, what is it? What's the name of the Twitter account? We've got like an official NorCal Melee Twitter account that like always is posting all the, I think it's just at NorCal Melee, one word, um, which is really handy because every week they, uh, they post like all of the, the weeklies that are, that are coming up or the weekly slash monthlies that are coming up that week. Um, and we've pretty much got, I think, one local in each little area in NorCal. Um, so Guildhouse being, I think, the biggest one, um, but but yeah. Uh, also, Guildhouse, I think, also runs other fighting games. I think they run like Strive and Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, so it's kind of like a general fighting game thing, which is kind of cool. Nice. How's the uh, Nor- North Carolina NorCal scene as opposed to the NorCal? Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you call it? No, we do occasionally for fun, but. We we can't we we can't get through it with a straight face. I see. Um, yeah, we just go NC usually, which is short that way. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, in North Carolina, um, in in what we kind of call what the triangle area, the Greensboro, Chapel Hill, Raleigh <laughs> area. I think we've got we've got some good events, and then in the western part of the state, I think there are even more events that are going on right now. At least last I heard. Um, I haven't gone to, I haven't competed or gone to a tournament outside of like, you know, what I did for Golden Gauntlet or whatever in, you know, years now, but I want to go, go and participate in locals and, and in a lot of forms, um, before long. And in fact, um, I was inspired and many other people in the local scene were inspired when Zane started, um, using his stream to promote his local, the cave Mm -hmm. and, And there was someone from the Raleigh area, the city I live in, reached out to me and said, hey, could we do this with your channel? And I said, yeah. And I wanted to make sure that we went through a good process, got a good stream runner and everything. And I, as far as I know, that's still being worked on. 
but that is something that I want to do. And that would make me more likely to, you know, even if I'm not competing, just come and see how it's like on the other end and maybe make me a little more likely to hang out there. So, cause it is my channel after all. Right. So mm -hmm. that's something that's interesting to me. And that's something that I want to do for the local scene. And I'm, I really want the, the local scene to thrive because it helps me and it helps everyone around and, you know, hopefully the scene as a whole. So it's, it's important to me to have the local scene doing as, as well as well as it can. So I, I love that, and I love that people have still been uh, trucking on. I'm, you know, really, really think we got something special here in North Carolina too. Uh, maybe not in the upper state power rankings like uh, Northern California, but but we've we, we got a lot of heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got some good players too. Who's uh, who's been winning? Who's the, who are the the big dogs right now? Oh, it's it's changed a few times, and I know, and I and you know, it was actually interesting. Um, I think I've mentioned this a couple of times before, but we had a, a couple of North North Carolina transplants actually have done pretty well. Uh, Smash Poppy was from North Carolina originally. Ah, uh, yeah. And Prometheus was also from North Carolina mm. originally. The Gannon. Yes, yes, and he was on that list of honorable mentions in that graphic we had pulled up earlier. It's going to collision, so of course, you know, I'm going to be rooting for him as well. Um, and I, there is, there's been a couple other, I think there's someone, there's someone named, mm, I don't want to, I don't want to misname or, or say who's really where they're going to be or not, because uh, there's yeah. been a lot of, there's been a lot of fluctuation in the scene recently. Mm -hmm. And, and I haven't seen us do a new PR in a little bit. I could be wrong about that. I'm sure I, if I, I'm sure I'll be corrected by the time we, this conversation yeah. comes up again, but, um, I, I would, I would love to, if, if any of you guys that are hearing this are from North Carolina would love to fill me in more, I'm happy to be more informed. Um, but I, I don't want to shout out someone and then like, they're not playing right now. Cause I know we had some players that were playing more and then life got in the way and then maybe they come back and it's different. And so I, you know, I just want everyone to want everyone to be well-respected, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good scene out there. And, uh, next time this comes around, I'll be sure to highlight some people because, uh, yeah. I, I am, I am caught lacking right now. And I admit that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's super sweet. I mean, and even uh, the only bit of a uh, North Carolina lore that I've got is a uh, main poached Jay Willie from you guys for a at least for, at least for a little while. So uh shouts out to him and many others, but but the last little bit of my question is, do either of you have any favorite locals other than Guildhouse and, uh, you know, whatever has been mentioned so far, either past or present? Past for me would, of course, be the Foundry. I think when it comes to NorCal, mm. that's the one that everyone remembers. Also the one that PP won that one time. <laughs> when I was so plastered. Yeah. Uh, my standstill Fox technology. Um, yeah, you beat, uh, you beat Sober SFAT, which was really, was really funny. That was something. Um, yeah. And um, man, Foundry was really special. I mean, I, I always made sure to tune into the Foundry live streams because it was so much fun and there was some cool gameplay and all kinds of people went and the commentary mm -hmm. was hilarious. Yeah. Um, it, was, it really was special. I think they're, I mean, you know, right now, right? I think Nightclub is just really holding it down for, for locals. I mean, they've got so they got... They've got just, you know, great vibes out there. And they were even able to help adjust HBox's coin box so that nightclub could still flourish and then, you know, coin box could still flourish. So I think I think that's I think that's uh you know really speaks to the power of locals and how much we all want to preserve them. That 
you know, we're, we're thinking about nightclub in that way. And kind of have those beyond because they were on uh, the same night originally. Yes. Yes. I see. Right on. Well, I think that do- that about does it for my question. Well, thank you uh, for calling in, Wyatt. Where are you from? Where's your... So, uh... I, I, I am from Maine, and I am heavily involved in the, in the Maine Melee scene. We have nice. a really, really, really active Discord. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening and you're from Maine or New Hampshire or the area, uh, you can just search uh, Maine Melee Discord. It'll probably pop you right out on uh, smashchords.com. They got a link there, as well as to a bunch of other cool local scenes, so that's neat. Um, I've also, since the last time I called in for this show, I also now am TOing myself and helping to TO, wow. which has Wonderful. been it's been a great experience. And now Thank there is also... <laughs> uh, it's... It, I, I always I always feel like uh, it feels like stolen valor sometimes. Sometimes it's easy. We got a, we got a small scene, but uh, lots of love for all of them. And there's also now a, a New England melee server that's been super, super active, and it's great to have like the whole area sort of unified in that way. But yeah, that's where I'm coming I wanted, from. I wanted to ask real quick before you go, is that where all the action is now? It's all on Discord. Huh? You got to like join a Discord server? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, See, that's why I don't know, like, that's why, that's where I feel like a boomer. I feel like I don't pay enough attention to my Discord servers. You know, well, I'll join, I'll join them and then I'll kind of forget them, you know, because there's too many of the little bubbles on the left side. You, it's, know, what, you know what I'm saying? It's very tricky to navigate. And I mean, like, it was easy for me to start with, like, just the main Melee one and to sort of branch out from there. But, like, I literally have a folder of, like, my Melee discords that I visit regularly. That's, like, mm-hmm. the top of my Discord. And I still neglect it sometimes. So it's mm-hmm. it is tricky, but Discord does seem to be where people are congregating now. Okay. I'm going to have to keep that in mind. Yeah, and I, I assume for all the people calling it uh, or listening in out there, I assume that if you want to get in touch with your local scene, probably the best way to do it is uh is, is it smash chords is that where you would find your local your local That's, discord server it seems it certainly seems to have quite a few of them yeah okay maybe i should check that out because i don't think i've ever actually been to smash chords smash chords melee look at this wow look at this there's so many of them wow you can join the donkey kong <laughs> melee character discord which is yeah, four I, thumbs up i heard they put a documentary out about that character the other night i gotta watch that the revolution's upon us i mm-hmm. i unfortunate wow look at this Damn, they've got all kinds of. Where's Norkel out here? Oh, Norkel's out here. I'm gonna thumbs it up. How do I thumbs it up? Oh, nice, nice. I've got, I've got to be logged in. Damn it. Yeah, I, I did the same thing earlier. But uh, before I go, I do want to give a couple of quick shouts out to a couple people. Shouts out to uh, my homie Wu Tang Thirty Six Genders. Edgy tag, but she's she's the homie, and she got me into doubles, which I've never really enjoyed until I wow. like much until I played I played Ganon Peach with her. At, mm-hmm. re- at our most recent online tournament and it was it was super sweet uh shouts out to let's see lavender is a grinder that just showed up out of nowhere and did the mewtwo king just kind of grinded in in a in a dark room somewhere for like six years and is now like taking names off of our pr players it's super awesome we love it wow and uh you know shouts out to all the other main grinders as well uh duffy shive there's so many there's too many to keep track of but yeah Thank you so much for having me on. It's been very fun. Appreciate it, Wyatt. Have a good one. Absolutely. You as well. Have a good night. Yeah. About time for our next caller. Uh, I got time for a couple more. Let's see who it is. And it's going to be Gumball City. How are you doing, Gumball City? What do you got for us today? 
I'm doing well. I'm a big fan of the the show. I'm glad to see there's a new season of it. Uh, so my question today is, do you guys think that a new tournament series will take the spot of Smash Summit as a top-level invitational tournament? Do you think a new series will take the spot of t- Smash Summit as a top-level invitational tournament? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think, like, Smash Summit took a long time to get to where it, like, to get to its prominence, I would say. I mean, I think that, like, for, you know, a lot of the newer people... Actually, Mango talks about this a lot, how the vibe of the early Smash Summits was a little bit different than it is now. Um, I think, like, the more recent Smash Summits, you know, it's thought of as this extremely prestigious event to win. Um, But in the beginning, you know, it it was that. But I think that, like, for the early, like, it was definitely prestigious and very difficult to win. But at the same time, I feel like, like, the original pitch, like, when I first heard of Smash Summit, like, when it was first, when I was first approached about it, the, um kind of the pitch, like the elevator pitch was like, you know, you get a bunch of top smashers and you put them in a house for a couple of days and you run a tournament and then shenanigans. You know what I mean? That was kind of the, uh, you know, almost, I mean, it almost makes it sound like a reality TV show from that, from that pitch, but that's kind of how it was. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, that was the, that was the, the first pitch I ever heard about Smash Summit. And so like, you know, there was a heavy element on how, on, on it setting itself apart with the skit. You know, we'd never encountered that before right in the community there were the skits and 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 kind of that that level of production value and i think that that uniqueness was what set it apart at first not the prestige per se even though the prestige was there but it was more how unique it was and i feel like um it's going to be really hard to just do what summit did i think that there's a way that you can become uh like there's there's definitely a, a way to have a new kind of invitational series um that could be similar in some ways but i feel like you can't really just copy the format because you know that's been done like i think you know even with vgbc they've done the gimvitational for like smash ultimate um but uh you know i think to really reach the level of beyond the summit like you have to do something unique and something new so i don't think any anything will really take the spot per se um i think that i think that it'll be It'll have to be pretty. My my in my in my eyes, it's gonna have to be something pretty different. But um, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah, we are gonna see. And uh, I mean, I think you bring up a lot of good points. And I, you know, I have my concerns, and I also think it's gonna have to be different. And I think part of it is, you know, we can't do it the exact same because if you do it the exact same, I mean, Summit ran into issues where it couldn't continue, right? Um, and from my underst- from what I heard from some people talking about it was there were issues with other scenes pulling out, uh, they wanted more control of their own marketing for their games. Um, Nintendo was also blocking more deals that the lucrative Papa John's deal we had last year is not something that Nintendo is probably going to allow again in any sort of form, which just makes it harder for summit or a summit style event to make money. And then mm-hmm. I had also heard that um, the Twitch revenue split has gotten uh, harder or harder for other organizations to make from. They don't make as much basically from partnering with Twitch as they did before. So there right. were there were various factors that made. Now, of course, if we're just making something for ourselves, you know, maybe that one about other orgs pulling or other games pulling out doesn't really matter. But the Nintendo and uh, the revenue split do. And so what? So we are going to have to figure out how we're going to monetize differently. And how it's mm-hmm. going to have to be different, and certainly part mm-hmm. of the answer, um, at least you know a little bit, uh, could be Golden Gauntlet. We fill a little bit of 
we feel a little bit of the summit vibe, a little bit of the shenanigans, a little bit of the couch invitational with that. Um, mm-hmm. I know some people, I was at the Golden Gauntlet, some people there were saying this feels a little bit like a summit. So we got a little bit of that, obviously. It's yeah. not, it can't be the replacement. It's not exactly the same sort of thing. There's not like a vote in process and as much public stuff and, and all that. But uh, we do have content coming out that we filmed at that, which I think you guys are going to enjoy. So we will get a little bit of it. But right. yeah, it, it, it's going to have to be different. And, and, and that's the thing is, you know, maybe maybe instead of it just being one series, maybe it's a collection of different styles of invitationals. And, and you know, I mean, states have even done invitationals, like Arizona does a few different things. But various states, I mean, I'll check the melee section kind of often and I'll see, oh, this state or even this part of a state is doing a summit for like a weekend or three days. And it's just people talking on a couch and doing stuff together and having people play around Robins and whatever else. So there's people are really enamored with the idea. And I think as long as we like it and we want to do something with it, we might have to change some things on the business end. And of course, I'm, I don't know how that would go. I'm, that's not really how I usually think about things and I'm not as plugged in in that way, but people really like the idea. And so there may be some possibility, some way to monetize that works there. And I think right. what summit did so well, and this is kind of what I emphasize to people is they showed that we could monetize the, pe- the the non-tournament goers, the people that aren't going to the event, that are mainly just watching online and are more spectator-oriented. Um, and maybe they only have $5 to give or, or maybe a little more, but they just don't want to physically travel somewhere. And Summit showed there is a, a fair amount of money in the scene, and you can monetize that way. And so does that mean we monetize them more? Well, maybe not, but maybe there's like a product that's gone with it or something. I don't know, but maybe th- there is something that could happen. But like Tove said, I think it will look pretty different. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's multiple, really multiple factors. Um, uh, and I think the, the, I think the toughest thing to replicate um, is going to be, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like, uh, you know, they had an extremely talented team uh, when it came to, like, for example, like the content and yeah. the, the set design and even the hospitality, things like that. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a long time before, you know, like that level of quality is matched with that level of like experience and, and familiarity with the community. Because I think that, like, at the beginning, and, you know, there were, there were events, you know, back then, there were a couple events that, like, some other esports, uh, you know, like ESL put on. Uh, I guess it was like the ESL team was partially involved with like the Yahoo esports, you know, Smash rivalries thing, um, and that was pretty fun. And then there was like you know Battle of the Five Gods, um, Gods and Gatekeepers events like that, like that were kind of one offs that were really cool that were put on by kind of these sorts of esports groups. Um, and even though the production value was really high at those sorts of events, they didn't have the level of familiarity with the Smash community uh, that Beyond the Summit built up over years. And so even if a team comes in that you know brings the level of production value that BTS had to the table, uh, it'll still be a long time, I think, before they have the level of familiarity with the community that they're able to do. You know, the reason the skits are so special is because I feel like the people writing the skits at Beyond the Summit really understood the Smash community really, really well. And I don't think anyone like that is uh, is really, you know, that takes time. It takes time to, uh, it takes time to build up familiarity, right, with with the scene. So, yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll see if anyone rises to the occasion, but it's going to be on the order of years, not not months. I'll tell you that. 
Yeah, it's it's my hope. If I had to add anything else, um, it's just if if there are going to be challenges and everything with some new groups, some new orgs, some whatever trying to work with us, I just hope we try to be supportive and constructive rather than dismissing if there are some growing pains with that. Right, right, right. That's all. But I got uh, on. yeah, thank you, uh, thank you for your question, uh, Gumball. I think it's a important one to talk about, but. You know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Yeah, totally. Thank you guys for your insight, and I think you guys have really good uh, points of view. So thank, thank you. You, you got thank any you shout so outs for us on your way out today? Um, shout out the Wisco scene, uh, Wisconsin Midwest gang. For sure, for sure. Let them know. All Take right. care, guys. See ya. Take care. Okay. And we've mm. got time for at least one more. We'll see how it goes. But we've got them pulled in now. Hello. Welcome back to the program yet again. Downgrade Falco. What's up? Where Downgrade are you calling in Falco. from? What's your question for us hey. today? What's up? Can you hear me? Yep. I right. can hear you loud so, and clear. All right. Thank you. So I'm calling in from Berlin, Germany, yet again. Nice. And my question for today would be, so I just watched the one hour 30 Donkey Kong documentary that just got uh, mentioned as well, uh, that came out yesterday. And my question would be, do we need to overthink how we rate characters? We have seen some Doc and Young Link in the past taking games and stocks. And with Yoshi and Donkey Kong stepping it up, I wonder if our view on high, mid and low tier characters has to change fundamentally. Hmm. You can start this one off, BB. Yeah, so I I think I don't think that characters changing means that we were wrong. I just think it me well, I mean maybe in a way, but I it more so means that that players have have changed how they approach characters and that characters can be pushed more. I mean, one of the reasons that I don't try to do tier lists um you know, outside of other things involving tier lists. But one of the reasons is when you talk about low tiers, I mean, this is something that I've seen people talk about in the past is there is potential with those low tiers to change, but people don't play them a lot because they're not perceived as, as a tournament winning character. Even if DK ends up becoming, you know, like Dr. Mario level somehow, which would be weird, but you know, maybe, but if even if DK somehow climbs really far in his Dr. Mario level, that would that still isn't going to usually be enough to inspire people to put in a bunch of work with DK. But now it seems like people, and I think this is a really good sign for the game, that people are willing to look at those characters and say, well, now we have Uncle Punch. Now we have, you know, these other ways to, for example, Power Shield. We have these other ways to mm. uh, lab. We have these other ways to solve problems. How can we now advance these characters by so much? And and I think rather than saying, you know, oh, well, you know, we can never know what a character is. I mean, maybe, you know, you could if you want to take this to the extreme, you could say that. But I would rather say, well, this is an exciting thing. It means that there is some change and how much change is there. And I think that's a little healthier to say, because do I think DK is going to be a high tier like you know, Peach or something. No, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, maybe maybe I'll eat my words in two years, five years, ten years, whatever. But for now, I don't think that would be the case. Um, but but I, I think DK has potential to go up. And I think lots of the low tiers have potential to be, you know, show much more because we just haven't paid attention to them. And I don't think that's, that's really a, f a flaw. I think that's just 
you know, people not people mostly playing to win, and now that people are playing to lab and learn and all that, and we're seeing so many great things come from it. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I think that like it's uh it comes down to the player base. It's always going to be you know Yoshi was one player, right? Yoshi was one guy. Pikachu was one guy, right? Like, um, I think characters move up, and you know this is something I've always kind of disliked about tier list discussions. I think I'm with PP on this one. Is that like, I think the community. Like, we're pretty bad at talking about characters unless there's, like, a top player really pushing that character, you know? Because, like, it's the same way with, like, Peach. Like, you know, Peach was... Peach has kind of been on the rise a little bit lately, but Peach, you know, people used to put Peach borderline top... They did. Five or six, whatever, when Armada was playing, right? Like, people would... People talked about Peach like she was one of the best characters in the game because Armada is one of the best players in the game. And people don't do that anymore because Peach isn't around anymore, and... And I mean, Peach is around, but not at the like top one, top two level right. in the world, right? And so, like, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, I would love if everyone was better at um, approaching character conversations from like a theoretical, a more theoretical standpoint, where we could talk about like the what ifs. But I think that like the way it kind of works is like you kind of need representation, otherwise, people just have a tough time envisioning what a character is really capable of. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think that it's cool that, uh, you know, characters like Doc and DK are doing it. Um, Shout-outs to Zane, who was a big Doc believer. Zane was... I, I always bring this up, but when we did the... Uh, we did that uh, Newlyweds game a while back with me and Zane, oh. and when, when we... Zane's guess of, like... some The question was something, like, along the lines of, like, you know, if there's one character that's, like, not considered very good right now that you think could go up, who is it? And I think Zane's answer was Doc. Um, so maybe Zan kind of saw it coming in that perspective, but, um, yeah. And I'll, I'll also add that, uh, I think I've, I think I've kind of expressed this on radio, radio melee before too, but my heuristic for like, can a character do it in terms of like, can a character get better and better to me? It's punish game. Actually. Um, I think that like the thing that we see is as, you know, as melee goes on, I think that like it really, really is beneficial to have like win conditions, um, like achievable win conditions besides win neutral over and over. And I think that like the thing that you're seeing with some of these characters like Doc and DK is they do have really strong punish games. So, from my perspective, um, and obviously this is just one way of thinking about the game, but from my perspective, I think the characters that have room to grow are the characters where they can hit hard. Um, like that's kind of been the trend in in my opinion when it comes to like the mid tiers that move up and so on it's usually the deciding factor is like how good is their punish game so that's why like when i think of when i think of like what 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 can a character actually do and and how can they do they have room to grow it's like can they take socks without having to make a bunch of reads um so that's kind of where i'm at on it zelda just needs three kicks bro but 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 DK only needs one grab, and see, that's the difference. Right. right. Um, to add on to what you're saying, I think something Amsa said when he, was, when he was on the show is sticking out to me right now, and he said how important recovery was on a character for them to go up, because you get more chances. Oh, yeah. And oh, so yeah. yeah. I, that, that reminds me of uh, how Leffen has been really, he's been really high on the Mewtwo train, uh, fairly recently in the last couple of months, talking about how Mewtwo has so much potential, and and I think recover and talking about how how his recovery legitimately is incredibly good. 
I'm it's sure incredibly it's really it is it is incredibly good yeah it's going to give him more chances and even if his punish might not quite be dk level it might give him more chances to to get that and he still has some good tools so right maybe that's something also to consider when we're thinking about where characters could go no it's a good point and uh yeah we do need to mention mewtwo mewtwo is not really brought up in this in this discussion but uh yeah i mean left just won a Europe tournament over like Pipsqueak and oh, Sharp right. and some people with Mewtwo, which is like really, I mean, it's really quite bonkers. Uh, when that's you incredible. Think about it. it, it's pretty incredible. Um, I watched some of those matches and I'm, I'm kind of blown away by how good he got with that character. Um, so yeah, it's it's a uh, you know, but I mean, it's the same thing with with even Mewtwo, right? Like, I think that Mewtwo, uh, you might not have the best punish game in all matchups or all, on all stages, but you do have some good counter picks. You've got like FD for spaces, and and then suddenly you're zero to deathing. So I don't know. It's a uh, it's 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 pretty it's pretty interesting. And I think that even with characters like that, like Mewtwo could like if Levin just like dedicated his whole life to playing Mewtwo and and didn't like play other characters like Mewtwo would probably go up on the tier list. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh as it stands, you know, it's just a counter pick for local or a pick for like a locals pick. So it's good for content. It's good for content. Exactly. It's like for the stream and for locals and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I mean, do I think that Mewtwo is one of those characters that could move up? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's uh it's it's that sort of thing by the way my 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 other pick for um my other pick for a character that i think is mm. probably better than people think uh while we're on the subject i think game and watch actually could go up people have been big game and watch fans for years for years for years yeah yeah, yeah. that character's like people I, I i i've heard a lot of people say this like this is like a phrase that gets used over and over it's kind of played out but people always say that like game and watch is like so close to being a good character like you change like two or three things and Game Watch is like viable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I think Game Watch, you know, is is definitely a character that has some like some big weaknesses, but also some some pretty big strengths. So is what it is. Yeah. Well said. Well said. And I think, you know, just kind of say what I said before. I think a lot of characters could show much more of what they could do with more investment, more time, more people, more of our tools. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure we could see more of that, but I don't think that means that maybe the tier they're in or their relative place is wrong, but it just means that there's room to grow and it's exciting. So just reiterating that again, that's all I've got for this. If that's all you got, Tove. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's all for me. All right. Thank well, thank you, you so much. Down any shout-outs for us today on your way out? Yeah, thank you for answering. I think that that covers it pretty fairly, um, I would say. So, yeah, thank you for having me. I would shout-out um, all the Melee creators that uh, currently are popping up left and right on my uh, YouTube feed. Love that. And many, mm. many creators coming up, doing awesome stuff about Melee, character-specific, about the scene, about the esports, stuff like that check them all out and yeah shout out as well to the german melee scene as always the german melee pr just dropped for yeah this season i guess so check oh, it wow. out and thanks for having me thank you thank Have you a good rest of your day or night yeah it, it's night but thank it is you very nice bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. Okay, well, that gamer hopefully is going to bed after that. Uh, <laughs> but it looks like we've got time for one more. 
So we can go ahead and bring them in. And hello, Nitin, if I'm saying that right. Uh, welcome to the program. And where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today? Yeah, that's right. And um, I'm out in New Jersey. Uh, my question for you guys is, do you think community leaders, TOs, and top players made a mistake waiting so long to begin to tackle creating a rule set for box controllers? Uh, uh, yes. Also, were you going to say something about Steve? <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not Steve. Uh, my answer is yes. Um, well, no, no, yes and no. Made a mistake. Okay, the way the question is worded implies that, like, by waiting this long, we're, we're fucked. Like, we've dug ourselves into a hole that we can't get out of, and and it's, it's like, too late. It's too late to turn back or whatever. And I, I don't think that's the case. I think you could just make a, you know, you could just make a, like, for example, if they overnight they say, hey, you know what, we, uh, let's say the, okay, let's say the frame one has SDI nerfs, right? Let's say every boss controller has to have this set of SDI nerfs. If they come out with that overnight, um, uh, I don't think it fundamentally changes the reality of the situation if that rule was implemented a year or two ago versus today. You just have to have that in the firmware. Um, and, and it's, and, and, you know, there's always going to be an element of like the honor system, obviously like someone can't just make a fucked up control, but like they could have done that. You know, you, you could build a box and put some fucked up macros in it and, and hope that no one catches you. And, and that's never really changed, right? There's always going to be some level of the honor system, but uh, do I think that it's a mistake that, 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 that in, in the sense that like we, we do need something then, then yeah, I do think we need uh, it needs to be made a little bit more clear because I think right now, People kind of assume, and I think top players kind of assume that they're like, "Well, uh, I don't know what's going on," and and I don't know. Um, I think the average top player thinks that nothing is just just nothing's ever going to change, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think kind of what Tove's saying, I'm I'm pretty on board with, and I think you know if if we had taken time before the controllers had gotten more popular to say, okay, well, let's examine this a little more thoroughly, let's work with some of the manufacturers maybe, and let's you know see what seems reasonable maybe we could do something but there there wasn't much talk about that there were other controversies that were going on around that time i think ledge grab limit was among the more popular of what we were talking about at that time and maybe airtime limit as well some things haven't changed as you can see but there were other things that that were being discussed and i don't think it was something that the community thought that was was really going to be that significant um you know, I I remember when the first box was made, I had some concerns, but I was like, well, you know, well, it'll get figured out. We'll, we'll deal with it eventually, right? I, which I I think is maybe something a fair amount of people thought. And now we're at eventually. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. we have kicked mm -hmm. our can down the road and we have to we have to catch up to it and now figure out what we're going to do with it. And but I agree with Tope. I don't think this is I think there there are ways we can make all the controllers more in line and more reasonable and it can it can work out and I think um yeah like Tove saying some of the fixes like if there is just some sort of you know travel time and SDI requirement for for boxes I think that that is one solution and but I think the hard thing about this is as we wait more and more there are going to be more and more people that are going to be playing on boxes because you know there are going to be there are just only so many more GameCube controllers, the regular style that are made. And so if people want to get into the game now and you don't want a controller that's going to break as often or have to be repaired as often or whatever, then getting a box also just makes sense from that perspective. 
And so there are more and more people that are playing and they're playing on this. And then there are more people getting used to the muscle memory of that and everything. So there are going to be more and more people that are going to be upset whenever changes are made. So Mm -hmm. there is sort of this element of it's not too late, but the longer we wait, the more people are going to be really mad, maybe push back against changes we make. And that's, yeah, they get used to the status quo. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something we need to be considering in all of this as well. And again, I know that there are people who are on box that are listening to this and like, okay, but goom wave and whatever. And look, I, like I said, I think, you know, we could, we could stand to pair back, you know, all the styles of controllers by a reasonable margin. Um, and so, you know, I think there'd be an adjustment period for everyone ideally. And, um, so that's something that, you know, I would really like to see and, but I think the hard thing is, and I know we've had a couple of TOs on that have said this, is like it's it's so hard to be a controller expert and be a logistical expert and work with this venue and get these top players in here and, you know, make sure that who do you ban, who do you unban and all this. And like the TOs are juggling so many things. And so it's hard for them to work this out when, you know, even in the controller modding scene, I think there are some serious disagreements over this. And so I think this is an ongoing discussion and I hope... I hope people will have the discussion in the hopes that, you know, we're trying to make this work well for everyone. We're not trying to go at, this is not a malicious effort. This is something that we're trying to use to help everyone. And I I hope we can have this conversation civilly. That's all I've ever hoped for it. Yeah. Very, uh, very fair. Very fair. Um, Are you a uh, box player yourself? I Uh, am, yes. How do you feel about the whole box? And um, I've been really? on the box for, well, no, I'm sorry. I started on GameCube controller, but between the mm-hmm. two box controllers, I, I was on a Smashbox, then I went to um, Hax's box uh, a couple years ago. How do you feel about the, you know, your, how do you feel about your question, basically? So something you guys didn't really touch on, and maybe I should have been more clear, was I guess it's also been up in the air. I don't know how likely it is that boxes could maybe one day be just banned altogether. Um, sure. And I feel like, especially in that situation, like we're six years in from, I, I believe I'm six years in from the first Smashbox. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's obviously a ton of people getting them. So probably a ton of people have orders out now right. for stuff. Um, and yeah, it would just be a bummer. Like, yeah, if the, if if the community comes to a decision, like, among whatever people have the authority to do this and have the knowledge to do this like i'll respect that for sure um i think it would just be a bummer to wait so long when sure. it could it would been be better yeah. if that was done earlier sure yeah. yeah 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 and i feel like there's yeah. no i feel like there's no way they get outright banned at this point though right like i mean that's my thought but i don't want to speak for you don't want to jinx Everybody. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and obviously, I, I understand there's some bias on my end, but I think, like, the main thing for me is uh, PPMD listed a lot of it was, like, just reliability. Like, I don't want to have to... I never got into, like, notching or everything, but I would have if I stayed on GameCube controller and surely mm-hmm. stuff would have broken and I would have had to replace it. Like, and I've literally... I've swapped out my buttons like once and my switches once. And that was like my choice. It wasn't like by need. So, yeah. and I've been on it for like four years now. And granted I've had two different boxes, but. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. I, I think that the discussion is not resolved and I don't, and I, you know, I, I know that there is still some work being done on this too. If for example, I know Rien is working on an analog box and I think that, that changes the discussion and how 
possible solutions on that more for me. Um, but I, that's I, not out. That doesn't really, that's not a thing that exists yet. So it's hard for me to say what it could do because I don't really know how it compares in all the ways. And, you know, it's not done. Right. Um, so that may, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, maybe it could happen, but there's also the, <laughs> there's also the alternate possibility of, well, we waited so long and now there are several box top players that are clouded and they got thousands, they got hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers and they're like, I'll walk. And we're like, okay, well, that's tough. And right. And so, you know, um, there is that aspect of it too. And I, and I, so I don't know how it's going to shake out. It's just my hope that we can have something that, that works well for everyone. And, and it's tricky for everyone to navigate. I'd be surprised if it got outright banned, but maybe that's, if, if somehow someday, I know it's hard for people to think about right now, but if years in the future, there's a lot of money in melee, maybe this discussion gets revisited in a very different way. I don't know. I feel like for me, you know, I would, I for one would tend to push back on any rule that explicitly just like, I don't even like how the wobbling band shook out. Let's put it that way. I don't like that. What, you know, we basically lost a chunk of our community overnight where all the IC players just quit, right? Like, you know, even, even in spite of, you know, the, the gameplay implications, like, you know, obviously I'm not a wobbling fan, but, uh, I would push back against rules um, with what I know now. I would push back against rules, I think, that would that would outright just, you know, like, you know, eliminate a portion of the player base. And I think at this point, um, uh, and I guess the good news for you, Nittens, is that, like, the longer I feel like we go uh, on, um, I feel like the harder it'll be for people to outright ban boxes because there's just too many box players now. Like if you're going to ban it, I feel like you had to ban it a couple years ago when, when, when they were in development. I feel like people have spent too much money. It just wouldn't be fair to me to like the people who, you know, invested a lot of money and a lot of time in learning how to play on box. Like just seems like there's got to be a better way. So, and I feel like when people do bring up the let's ban all boxes, like I feel like when people say that largely it's out of frustration. I feel like people say it because they, they feel like, you know, frustrated with the state of affairs, frustrated that there isn't like an explicit rule set as to what's allowed and what's not. And they're just like, well, fuck it. We should just ban everything then. We just ban it because then, then, uh, you know, if we can't have any, you know, if we can't have like, you know, well thought out change, then let's just throw the whole thing in the trash. But I, I feel like they're saying that more out of frustration is my read um, than, than, than actually suggesting, uh, hey, we got to, we got it. This is this is the best the best way to move forward. I don't feel like I don't feel like anyone is really saying we need to ban all of them in earnest, um, and that it's the best thing that the community can do right now. I don't feel like anyone's actually saying that. That may be blur. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. I I guess I don't know if I want to take a whole lot more on this topic, but I would say if there. I think there are people that would say there it's okay if some leave if the game overall benefits and then maybe that's more of like a top player or like a, a like a spectator or however view of it mm -hmm. um and maybe that calculus gets harder and harder to justify the more box players there are right if it's 50 percent of the community maybe that's just like you know that's just so many people right can we sustain that um right there might be people that that feel that way and I, again i'm not coming down really one way or the other on it I do know mm -hmm. that things need to change and whatever change, you know, works best for melee is, is what I want to support. Um, yeah. 
And if, if it goes one way, fine. If it goes another way, fine. But I, I'm not coming down on it. But I could see, I could see the argument for the, the wholesale change as well. Um, but I do agree with Toph that I do think that is the longer it goes on, the more unlikely it is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for your question. Then yeah, no worries. Thanks guys. Definitely yeah, comes up every, us. every couple months, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're paying, paying, paying close attention to the, mm -hmm. the state of affairs. Believe me. Cool. And yeah, Appreciate any shout outs you want to do? Uh, shout out to the homie soda drum. That's it. Fair enough. <laughs> Have Fair a enough. good one. Later. See ya. See ya. Well, now it's now there are no more callers and it's just us, and we've got to think of a community voice, don't we, Tove? We do. We do indeed. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I let's see. We had a couple topics. Community voice. This would be for next week. So. Um, again, we could have, we could have them, I mean, we could tie, we could do our whole GG branding deal and we could ask them, what was, what was your favorite thing from the golden gauntlet? And if you didn't see it, you go watch, we could do that. Oh, that's okay. actually a pretty good one. Yeah. What yeah. Else, what else did you have in mind? Yeah. Or we could just have them think about what, uh, what they, what they want to do for collision, or we could have them talk about ranked, uh, like, you know, what's your ranked if you play or what rank do you think you would be if you played, or if you haven't gotten it, why haven't you, or. You know, stuff like we'd have them ask, ask them questions about rank. There's a couple of things we could do, right? Yeah, that's not a bad one either. Uh, you know what? I actually like the Golden Gauntlet one because we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about that on Radio Melee because we weren't doing it at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so, yeah. What was your favorite uh, thing about uh, the Golden Gauntlet? I think was um, favorite favorite set or just favorite, uh, you know, aspect other or otherwise. And, and I can even expand the question into saying... Um, um, you know, if we do another one, what would you like to see? Oh, that's a good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that, that we're just doing market research now. <laughs> At that point, that's right. So yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it that way. Um, if there's a, yeah, for when we do the next Golden Gauntlet, what would you actually like to see? Yeah. Uh, in the event, I think that's a. I think that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, personally for me, I know it was really nice to be out there too. Get to see everyone. Uh, that's my answer. My answer. My answer is more PPMD. That's hey, my, thank that's you my so answer. much. It was wonderful that's seeing my you. Answer. Got a nice hug in early. We on. did Loved that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, people people don't know this. Can I say this on stream? You took a little drink. You had a drink. Was, I had a little, little drink. A little, little baby drink. one. Hennessy sponsor. But it was for. Was it was for. It was sponsored. It was sponsored. It was a sponsored drink. Yes, I yeah. felt the money flow through me. I was feeling that's good. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we didn't actually see a cent of that. Oh uh, well, that's okay. We, it, it, yeah, I think, it, I think okay. it's part of the paycheck. <laughs> it's on uh, that photo is on Twitter. Uh, yes. Actually, we we can end the episode with a funny story about that photo. Can we bring that photo up, Quinn? Do you know the one I'm talking about? Um, it's from the Golden Gauntlet. It's the four of us having a drink, and then all Magic. the YouTube comments or all the Twitter comments or people are like, "Oh, this is staged." Blah blah blah. Yeah, we were laughing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see if we can. I can. I might even be able to find it. Hang on. We're hunting right now. I think there was a. I think there was a. Um, some kind of hashtag or. Yeah, I just know it was Hennessy. I don't know if that makes the search easier or not. That's true. I could just do a little search. Golden Guardians. Uh, here we go. The Golden Gauntlet. We even had a recipe in there for the Golden Gauntlet. Special thanks to Hennessy for supporting the Golden Gauntlet. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't actually. Weird. Pull up the photo. 
Was it drink responsibly? Was there a drink? Was there was there a drink responsibly? I think there was. There? I think there was. Uh, I think their Twitter handle was like Hennessy USA or something. I don't know. So it had extra stuff on it. Maybe that's why. Yeah. If you look, please drink responsibly. It comes up here. I'll link it to you, Quinn. You can put this up. We got it. Nice. Yeah. I had to search for the word responsibly. Um. So. Uh, yeah, it's just funny because, um, there's, you know, this really, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to wait for Quinn to put the photo up. Cause so I don't have to like explain it. The lighting over there where we were standing was so good too. We took pictures over there. It was everything. good lighting. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was the photo spot yeah. for sure. And that's where I was standing when I was doing the doctor's note as well. Yeah. Hey, this drink was delicious, uh, by was. the way. I got to say, it was actually very tasty. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> so we're sipping on the Golden Gauntlet, which is, uh, I don't know, there's, there's cognac in there, Hennessy, and there's some other stuff. And uh, I think they said something like, uh, they like put the camera on, they're like, hey, we need to take some photos for social. Um, and, you need to uh, actually laugh. You, know, you need to like laugh, yeah. And we're like, okay. And then I think I said, like, hey, none, say something fun. Or Zane said, none, say something funny. And none just went, nah. <laughs> Remember, he, like, he made like a weird like video game enemy noise. Yeah. And I just, th I, I think we thought it was hilarious. And then Zane was trying to like, like, what was that or something? And then th that's where this photo came from. So people yeah. thought this was like staged, but it actually wasn't because no, we, actually we actually were laughed. laughing because none made a really funny noise. None is um, effortlessly funny. He is. He is effortlessly funny. Uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty great. So, um, that's not staged. So that's the lore of this photo. It's actual, we are actually just laughing. Um, I don't know why it looks like Zane's explaining something. Um, uh, yeah, but, I'm um, not sure. yeah, he might've, Zane might've been making a joke about, um, uh, the five O. <laughs> so there, there, there might've been that there might've been that, that might've been that part of the conversation because I think there was a point where, uh, we might have been talking about how Zane changed his um, Twitter profile picture uh, to, oh, um, yeah, yeah, to spite Mango for for getting five foot. Uh, with he changed it to the um, uh, the 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 like the NFL uh, logo uh, for, of course, the the Super Bowl champ, uh, mm -hmm. Super Bowl champs, which were which were not the Eagles. Uh, just, just to go ahead and spite. No, I know it was the Chiefs, but it was not. It was not the. Uh, it was not, not Mango's team. Not what Mango wanted. Let's put it that way. So, had to give him a middle finger on that one for getting five would because I think Zane was looking forward to a good set. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know if it was that part of the conversation or the part where none made a funny noise. We had a couple of laughs in there, but yeah, we that did. Was, that was fun. Yeah. They had to take pictures for a little bit, but they did. Fun yeah. event. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys thought about it. And, uh, you know, I was glad to see Toph there and everyone else. Yep. It was a great time. That's right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Uh, we're back. And thank you for everything. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, see you next time. Till then, this has been Radio Melee signing out. Signing out. <laughs>